is Patience and Money from the 282 Group at Wells Fargo Advisors. Investment and insurance products are not insured by the FDIC or any federal government agency, are not a deposit or other obligation or guaranteed by the bank or any bank affiliate, and are subject to investment risks, including possible loss of the principal amount invested. It's a great day, and I'm Ryan Culpepper. And I'm Sam Pennell. And we are both PIM Portfolio Managers at the 282 Group here in Charlotte, North Carolina, with Wells Fargo Advisors. This is Patience and Money. Welcome to the fourth quarter of 2022. We learn more about ourselves through adversity. Every investor and strategist should have a few nuggets of wisdom to take with them after this year's experience. Yeah, Sam, I mean, as the cooler weather arrives and we look to the holiday season, we cannot think of a better time to just slow down, reflect, and share some of the biggest lessons that we've learned this year as market participants. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you, jumping right into it. Number one, cash is king. Well, sort of. We've all heard this axiom at one time or another. Yes, it would be great if we had exorbitant piles of cash right now. We'd be impervious to the painful effects of market swings and interest rate hikes. The danger in too much cash is it is not a long-term investment strategy. If you held one US dollar, in your savings account this time last year to now, it'd be worth less than 92 cents. It may feel comfortable to have copious cash, but it is a slow killer as purchasing power erodes. We'd rather think of your entire portfolio through the lens of cash. Successful investors we know have cash segmented as follows. Number one, immediate cash. We like to call that comfort cash. Number two, recurring income streams can be viewed as current cash. And number three, risk on, or stock investing, can be viewed as compounding cash, or cash used in the future. You know, and and speaking of cash here, Sam, it is important to know how much cash you have. And what we like to do, and what we've learned this year, is certainly the importance of storehousing cash, because it just helps you sleep well at night. I mean, in our view, you cannot be a successful investor until you have the proper amount of cash and cash equivalents, like money markets and CDs. I mean, if you're forced to sell bonds or even stocks in critical moments, you can sacrifice steady income or even lose and compromise future growth. Each investor's cash need is different, so you gotta talk to our group to discover what amount of cash is right for you and your family. The oldest adage on Wall Street goes something like, you never go broke by taking profits. That means rebalancing is good. With systematic rebalancing, you can take gains of the markets and buy risk-off securities, which will get you through thin seasons like 2022. The inverse is true too, meaning investors will be more prepared to do the most quoted Wall Street axiom of all time, and that is take some of that cash and buy low. That's right. Right along those lines, what helps with systematic rebalancing is having a plan. The problem is plan is not set it and forget it. It's a process. Makes me think of the great philosopher and American boxer, Mike Tyson, who once said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. The punch of uncertainty abounds right now. And markets, much like people, do not like uncertainty. The key is to have a plan where major goals are defined. Once defined, Goals should be prioritized and stress tested. Then finally, goals should be revisited often. We think of planning as a financial physical 
where baselines should be established and healthy habits rewarded. Put purpose to your dollars. Every penny in your portfolio should be aiming for a particular objective of preservation, income, and growth. We think in that order, to be specific. Plans blow up when not enough cash is set aside. If done properly, a comprehensive financial plan can prepare us for markets such as these. It doesn't mean current conditions are enjoyable, but rather better understood. Well, and, you know, I tell you what, talking about current conditions, there is um, some nice current conditions here, Sam, that we've seen in the bond market after, you know, kind of a bludgeoning. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know, and that's actually an acronym that you guys are going to hear from us a little bit. And that's PADI. Pay attention to the yield. Now, as you look at that, right, all investors like price swings to the upside. You know, no investor likes those swings to the downside. So up is good and down is bad. And we got that. But as we all have gotten reacquainted with risk here this year, it's important to remember that rates are one of the most important factors in the markets today. I mean, you're seeing it in headlines everywhere. Yeah. And in our opinion, the most difficult thing to predict is where interest rates are going. But one of the most beautiful things that we're starting to see here is that instead of Tina, where there is no alternative now, as an investor, you can start to pay attention to the yield. You know, um, Tina, there is no alternative, might be fun when markets are going up and those types of things. But for a long time, yields were so low, investors were stuck with stocks almost. But now we'd like to introduce you to Patty to our family. As we look today with risk-free rates uh, approaching 4% or even higher now, several high-quality pockets of the bond market with attractive yields above that, you suddenly have alternatives for your dollars. This is great news for retirees and income-oriented investors. Yep, spot on. You know, uh, looking at um, that that idea of Patty, uh, you do have to be a little careful. One one of the biggest lessons we've learned is uh, not all that glitters is gold. And uh, what we're really trying to say there is that uh, you have to have a discerning eye. Not every security is worth your investment. Keep focus on the quality and cash flows and fixed income and your equity exposure. Fixed income is supposed to be your quote-unquote safe money when compared to risk on in stock allocations. As recession looms, be mindful about your risk tolerance and what types of risk you are comfortable with. If a security's yield is markedly higher than the current market, it could be telling you to proceed with caution or to avoid that position altogether. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of that, what, what we also have learned here this year is to take what the market gives you. And that's really, really true here for this year in 2022. So it's, it's kind of like you have to ask yourself, what do you do now that the Federal Reserve is raising rates at a velocity that we haven't seen in over 40 years? You know, you take a look and it's kind of like, what the heck is working? And remember, because as bond prices move to the opposite direction of of interest rates, so normalizing monetary policy can hurt and it is hurting. For almost 15 years, stocks and bonds have given us kind of relatively easy returns in hindsight. High inflation and rising interest rates environments, we've seen a higher correlation between all asset classes especially stocks and bonds. That means they all correlated to one. They all went down at the same time. Bonds and stocks and, you know, that 60-40 portfolio 
has been letting of many of us down. Uh, you know, pretty much, I think probably one of the worst years in, in about a hundred for that. Uh, so what we would recommend is look to look where there is opportunity, right? Avoiding a portfolio that is rigid in its global and over diversification. You don't need to own everything all the time in our view. So rotating to sectors with relative strength First, the market is an evolved approach to diversification as it spreads risk. This is a hallmark of our equity strategies. Diversification is not a goal of a portfolio. Preservation, income, and growth are goals. Diversification is just a byproduct of a well-built portfolio. That's right. And along those lines of thinking about um, uh, the evolution of a portfolio, one thing we truly want to do on the bond side is keep it simple. Remember the old um, acronym KISS? Keep it simple. We'll say SAM instead of stupid here. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, when we ladder bonds for a client, the more streamlined, the better. Bonds are incredibly different than stocks. Keep your exposure to them simple. We buy individual U.S. domicile companies, municipalities, and treasuries. It's always U.S. De- dollar denominated. And currencies have been in the news constantly, so that, that's been to our favor here uh, here in 2022. We like investment-grade bonds with fixed maturities and payment schedules. If you build individual bond ladders properly, mutual funds and ETFs are superfluous for your fixed income exposure. An added kicker, this strategy is cost-effective, and we'd welcome an opportunity to compare results to other strategies. Absolutely. And, and part of that is because it's nothing but process, 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 nothing else. Some of the most avoidable dangers I see with clients and investors is chasing yield and hunting for those overnight get rich returns or following the latest and greatest investment theme. A client of ours that is a business coach took us through a personality test saying we must know thyself as one of the most important tenets of our practice. It's no different for our investment process. And it begins with the foundational questions. What do we buy? That means you gotta have a strict buy criteria. And this works for investing across the board, Sam, whether you're looking at art, cars, you know, houses. Spouses. <laughs> spouses, girlfriends, <laughs> that's right. Um, is what do we buy? Have a strict buy criteria and stick to it. Uh, know when to sell, have a target as the Marines say. Know the exits before you storm that building, right? And then you always have to know what to do with proceeds, right? Cash might not always be the best thing to do once you make that sell. So if you do not need the liquidity after selling, ask yourself, what's the objective that we have here? And what investments meet your buy criteria for that objective? And then it's all about rinse and repeat. Yeah, that's right. And uh, as we've looked this year, we've seen it where it's maybe been a little bit harder to smile for folks, especially as you look at statements or uh, the financial news. But uh, we want to make sure that uh, we remind everyone that happiness is not FDIC insured. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And uh, I I know that you and I have both uh, been given more than we deserve, and we need to choose to be thankful. You know, really, that attitude of gratitude does equal happiness, and a down market can erase real true wealth. That's exactly right, my man. Happiness should come from inside. And listen, so those are just a few lessons we learned here in 2022. Everybody out there, we'd love to welcome. We're we're welcoming uh, to hear some of your best takeaways for the year. We really hope you enjoy our Q4 2022 equity fixed income and economic analysis to come. Thanks so much. Here's to a great 2023. There you go.
opinions expressed in this report are those of the authors and are not necessarily those of Wells Fargo Advisors or its affiliates. The material has been prepared or is distributed solely for information purposes and is not a solicitation or an offer to buy any security or instrument or to participate in any trading strategy. All investing involves some degree of risk, whether it's associated with market volatility, purchasing power, or a specific security, including the possible loss of principal. Wells Fargo Advisors is a trade name used by Wells Fargo Clearing Services, LLC, member SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and non-bank affiliate of Wells Fargo Company. Stocks offer long-term growth potential, but may fluctuate more and provide less current income than other investments. Index returns are non-fund returns. An index is unmanaged and is not available for direct investment. The S&P 500, Standard & Poor's 500, is a market cap weighted index composed of the common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. Investments in fixed income securities are subject to market, interest rate, credit, and other risks. Bond prices fluctuate inversely to changes in interest rates. Therefore, a general rise in interest rates can cause a bond's price to fall. Credit risk is the risk that is an issuer will default on payments of interest and or principal. This risk is heightened in lower rated bonds. If sold prior to maturity, fixed income securities are subject to market risks. All fixed income investments may be worth less than their original cost upon redemption or maturity. Management Group providing financial advice to both individual and business investors. For a comprehensive menu of professional services or to learn more about the 282 Group's professionally managed portfolios, please contact us at 704-553-6374.